Hello and welcome to the final episode of Attention to Detail for 2020. It is the podcast that embraces the laughs, tears and the pure rollercoaster ride that is supporting the Melbourne Football Club. Thank you so much for joining us. And of course, it wouldn't be another episode without my teammate and co-host in a very talented, very passionate and very new sporter of a brand new Adam Trelaw <laughs> tattoo that I have seen yeah. that is that is slightly hidden, but it is there. Steph, how are you? <laughs> it is. Oh, Timmy, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm going good. It's uh, it's nice that, I don't know, things, things are starting to open back up and we're I starting know. to feel that little bit more normal again. Normal. So, but <laughs> I know, well, COVID yeah. normal. Well, sorry. <laughs> COVID normal, COVID as normal. Dan Andrews likes to say. Yeah. However, there might be something, you know, you probably wouldn't be feeling entirely normal at the moment because a little, a little no. bit changed probably since our last episode there. You got a little bit of news for everyone. It has. Yes. Well, I'll have a little baby joining the podcast oh, in May so next exciting. year to me. L- little demon supporter. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I don't know about that. No, I'm pushing no. it, but look, maybe an honorary member like myself. Oh, that's so amazing. <laughs> uh, congratulations. It's so exciting. Thank you and, uh, so much. Obviously, yeah, you'll be not far behind me in, in becoming a first time which is yeah, which is, yes. which is really exciting. And I know Penny's already um, dreading the thought of me putting down our child at the you know on the MCC, <laughs> the MCC. Uh, waiting list. Yep. <laughs> Um, we'll do that together. We'll remind each other. Absolutely. But no doubt uh, they're going to be football supporters. Or I actually already have it on good authority that if your mm. child is a boy, and this has come from a very good source, if your child is has a boy, uh, that you're going to name it Mitchell and you're going to shave its head <laughs> like Dustin Martin. <laughs> oh, I see. A lot, a lot of my students at the moment, Timmy, and you probably the same thing is, uh, yeah, is is telling me that they're, you know, to name my child after them. So <laughs> look, and, and it's great. Because they're in grade one, it's, it is it is easy to say. Well, you know, if you're good today, you never yeah. know. I might <laughs> I might think about naming my child after you. <laughs> yeah, nice one. They absolutely get around that for sure. They love so. it. Oh yeah, love a lot of dusty cuts at the moment, isn't there? There is, there is, and and mm. probably yeah, rightfully so. As he as he yeah. you know he etched himself again into the history books uh, over this season, Didn't becoming he? you know three time normal medalist, and I'm, I'm pretty sure just. Mm. I'm sure that he's going to change his name by default just to Norm, which I know that he's commonly known around the club. <laughs> and yes, fair enough I do too, like I guess. That. And, and fair enough. What a year! What a year it's been for footy. I mean, we what we had we had round one, and then we had you know those few months of hiatus. Um, hubs, no crowds, and then still yet no another crowds. another Richmond Premiership at the end of all that. So mm. some things some things are certainly different, and some things certainly <laughs> stayed the same. Today we're going to recap and sort of grade the trade free agency period for the D's. Mm. Plus, we'll get to hear some of what our fans have thought on social media about everything. And we're going to do all this in my, whilst I'm sporting my Tom McDonald t-shirt because I'm so excited that he's staying. <laughs> so, I don't know. No, I'm sure T-Mac will come down. Uh, yeah. I don't know how many Tom McDonald t-shirts would be floating around yeah. there. But I actually did sport this from You're another. You're proud. Another, uh, another very good uh, Demons podcast. Uh, that was how I obtained this. So, I'm hoping that with wearing this mm. a little bit more that... Um, that, yeah, he might be able to find some form next year is maybe down the back line or on the wing. So I was worried I was, was, was going to have to shelve it and, and not see it again after that trade period. But No, anyway, no such luck, eh? So, we, yeah, it was a pretty eventful trade period. Do you want to run us through some of the, oh. some of the big trades that happened across the league? Yeah, it was, it was a bit slow to get going, wasn't it, Timmy? And then, as usual, just oh, bad so and just those last almost 60 seconds even for yeah. us. But... Look, we've chatted about this and first one, Joey Danaher off to Brisbane. 
Yeah. Up to Brizzy next year. Um, Zach Williams, Adam Saad to Carlton. Oh, and the big names, Jeremy Cameron and Sean Higgins and Isaac Smith to Geelong. That's a... It's an interesting and very good lineup there. Yeah, they increased Hogan. their average their average list oh, age from they? from twenty eight oh. to forty four years old. <laughs> Didn't they so. just and the yeah. and the goat retiring? So yeah, look, that's right. Oh, I'm very going to be watching uh, the cats closely next year. I think I think we all will be after yeah. after these big signs. But anyway, Hogan and and Prowse to GWS. We've got Tom Phillips to Hawks. Aiden Core and Stevenson to North Melbourne. We'll touch on Stevenson a bit later, won't we, Timmy? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Alia Alia and Fantasia to Port Adelaide. Yeah, Crouch and Higgins to mm. Saints. Yeah, not bad. And Alex Withard and Zach Langdon to West Coast. And my personal favourites, Adam Talor, <laughs> Steph Martin, and your boy, Mitchie Hannon, over to the doggies. Yeah, that stings a little. Does it? Yeah, <laughs> back yeah, in the does. red, white, and blues, yeah, back, in the, back yeah, in the stripes, yeah? Yeah. But... In the hoops. Oh, yeah, but anyway, but you'd, you'd be pretty stoked about how dogs sort of came out of that trade period. And, you know, you oh. look set to lose a little bit and you've gained everything. Yeah, we were. And I think it was, we're out for dinner, actually. I was out for dinner with my cousins and my cousin's a cameraman and, and he was doing a, a live cross, I think, a sport live cross. And he got to the dinner and it, and it was after 7.30 when, oh, just on 7.30, I think, when he arrived. And we're all sort of like, did you hear anything? Like, do you have any inside, inside scoop? And he said, I don't, I don't think anything's happened. Like, nothing, yeah. nothing's come out. And we sort of just sat there refreshing, refreshing our phones, you know, in the middle of the restaurant to sort of see, like, any last-minute sort of things. Like, is, is Dunkley staying? Is What's going on with Trelaw? Yeah. And it came up. Fox Footy posted the first sort of thing. And, you know, then it gained a bit of traction. And then Triple M and, and everything. And yeah, next thing we know, we've, we've kept Dunkley and we've, we've got Trelaw. Which it, is was, just it was. A, yeah. It was a crazy. hectic last couple of minutes. I was watching the, the live feed on yeah. Radio, which was – oh, look, that – you know, they do a great job, but when there's nothing happening, man, it's boring <laughs> like to watch. They're obviously, just having <laughs> yeah. to recycle shit over and over again. But they over were essentially again, just crossing yeah. to Mitch Cleary, just looking at his phone. And like, yeah, and that mm. was as soon as it hit 7.30. But there was like that kind of brief moment afterwards where they could still lodge uh, trade yeah. paperwork after that time. So a lot of that stuff didn't come out until sort of 7.35, 7.40. And you didn't know, as you said, whether Dun- mm. Dunkley was staying you know, it no. all kind of filtered through, um, you know, quite late. But yeah, which is probably one of the more, I suppose, one of the more eventful trade periods. As, as yeah. you said, absolutely nothing for ten, for the first few days. And yeah, it was a while. Right, right the last couple of days. Um, yeah, it it's, all went it's bang. It's bang, isn't it? Mm. So, That's the thing. It keeps it interesting. And I think everyone sort of waits that last 45 minutes, even sometimes last day. Yeah. And just sort of, because often that's when the big sort of things happen. But Oh, it it's, wouldn't, wouldn't be 2020 without a crazy trade period, would it? Yeah, the no, that's right. <laughs> that's right. But I wouldn't say, oh, no, well, it was probably a bit of a shift in the landscape with some things. Like some of you, obviously, mm. obviously some of those, you know, powerful clubs in terms of Geelong and Port Adelaide is sort of topping up with, you know, topping yeah. players and, you know, look to sort of stay stay relevant and stay in the premiership hunt where you've got younger Carlton and St Kilda, you know, proving that players want to go there and, and they've obviously developed a pretty yeah. good culture. They, they've, you know, managed to recruit really well, which, you know, disappointing on our end that some of the players that they got, but, uh, you know, good good for yeah. them in terms of young young teams on the rise. And that's the thing, too. You, you want to be a destination club, don't you? You want right. to be a club that you get considered from guns to actually want to come and play for you and and be a part of your team and mm. you know I think that's so, what's one of the biggest things, isn't it? That's one of the things I know. I know a lot of clubs have. That's that's the goal is I want to be wanted and that's what we talked about with Shane Wodan, isn't it? That it was. you want to yeah. be yeah you want to be 
wanted as a player, but you also want to want to be going to a club that's best for you, and you want to be part of a club that have players wanting to play for your club and your team. That's exactly right. Um, yeah, which and obviously Collingwood had a bit of a fallout with that, but I think we we'll, we might touch on that yeah. later because we could easily we could easily spend some more <laughs> a lot of time talking about that. <laughs> All right, Timmy. So I want to touch on the D's and look, your beloved D's and your trade deals. I'm going to go through them and I don't know, at the end, maybe you can just tell me what you think, how you're feeling yeah. overall because yeah, quite mean, a bit's happened, hasn't it? Well, that's right. Yeah, pretty, mm. pretty, pretty active. Uh, mm. You know, a couple of players leaving, only, only sort of the one player coming back in. But yeah, very active with the pick swaps uh, and draft yeah. selections, which... I think the last couple of years we have been um, and they've mm. obviously got a plan in place because yeah, we've managed to sort of climb our way back into this year's draft and I'll, I'll talk about that in a sec, but uh, yeah, no, it's look, credit to them. They obviously have a plan mm. that they've set out to achieve and, and they've achieved that. So, and they can obviously still, they can still trade up until the draft. So they can still swap picks. Yeah. They can still trade picks. So, you know, there could That's be even more movement after this, which we'll see what happens in that sense. Interesting. Well, touch on, we've got first up, draft selection swap with Brisbane. So, Ds have received Brisbane's pick 43 and a future fourth round pick in exchange for pick 53 and a future third round pick. We've got, next up, draft selection swap with Adelaide. Received a future second round pick and a future fourth round in exchange for picks 33 and 50. Received Doggies future third round pick in exchange for Mitchie Hannon. Received pick 31 from GWS in exchange for Braden Pruce. Draft selection swap received Sydney's pick 25 in exchange for pick 31 and 43. Big one. Signed in Big Ben Brown and received yep. pick 28 and future fourth round picks for, from North in exchange for picks 26, pick 33 and Brisbane's future fourth round pick. And lucky last, received pick 18, pick 19 and a future second round selection from Brisbane in exchange for pick 35, pick 68, pick 69 and a future first round selection. Oh, I feel like one of those yeah. Powerball ladies <laughs> reading out all the lotto I know, numbers. <laughs> I know, all those draft swaps and future picks and whatnot. It can get, I know. It can get a bit lost. Hard less. to get your head around I, and the points, isn't it? I know. I, I, try, I try explaining half of that to dad and he just checks out after that. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah. I'm following no, a little bit. We're good. No idea in that sense. But, yeah, as you said, pretty active. Uh, yeah, yeah very. To see what they did with their draft picks and... Unfortunately, if we if we look at the players that that left and the outgoings, you know, we lost Mitch Hannon, mm. who who was who was a favourite of the podcast. One of you know one of the players that I really yeah. thought had a lot of potential at the D's and probably didn't get the opportunities that he uh, that he deserved. Uh, I think he's, mm. he's certainly such a crafty player, and I think he will flourish uh, at the at the Western Bulldogs, who he has mm. that connection with, winning that VFL flag in 2016, and, and sort of going back to yeah. the roots. But you know what? He's. I wish him all the best, and yeah, sad to see him go because I still feel like he had a role to play in the club, and and I think you know there's certainly some of those spots that were still up for grabs that I think if he maybe had another you know another fifteen twenty games next season could definitely make that spot his. But you know what? I'm still never going to ever forget that his clutch goal against Geelong in the elimination final in 2018. Oh. And whilst I'm still living in the past, <laughs> yeah. it's still to this day. I think it's probably one of my favourite ever football moments of being in the crowd because it was the first mm. final that we'd won for a long time. You know, Geelong was sort of had started the fourth quarter reasonably well. And it was, it was sort of, we still had a decent lead, but you know, with his running in goal, very, very akin to the Jack Watts um, Queens birthday goal, but just on the opposite wing. 
Yeah. Uh, it was just the sound and, and the and the feeling of elation after that. It's still one of my favourite f- football moments. So I'll always have a so- soft Love spot in my that. heart to, uh, for Mitch Hannon. And I remember uh, that final, Timmy. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that, was oh, I remember I messaged you. I texted you after that. And I, <laughs> you're the first person I thought of. I think everyone was just getting around the Ds, weren't they? That year, that was just. They were. Oh. I had a lot of people say to me after I'd, like, I'd, I'd been to the footy and seen to me afterwards, mm. they'd say, congratulations like it was an achievement that i'd achieved yeah. <laughs> like i had some sort of part to play in the win which I, you have, I because i think the support yeah, yeah i think that's the thing i think i think with a club like the d's that you know you have sat in that grandstand and i can relate to that too in the position that i'm in with my yeah. club but we've sat in the grandstand for clubs that look we've got a lot of wooden spoons <laughs> in our time haven't we we've that's missed right. out on the eight we've had a little bit of success but there's also been a lot of downs and yeah. I think people, when it's a, it's a, you know, when we're passionate, as passionate as we are, and I think, you know, people, I, I thought you were the first one I thought of when, when the D's <laughs> won that final. And it is, it's a big congrats because everyone was, was just pumped. And uh, and then the other outgoing was obviously big Braden Proust who, you know, yeah. came, to, came to the club a couple of years ago, I think under the premise that he was going given, to be given a lot of opportunities or, or a number of opportunities to play with Max Gorn. Obviously, that plan didn't yeah. quite work out. It was after that uh, preliminary final where we kind of got towered over by West Coast and I think they mm. decided they'd experiment with that a little bit, but it didn't work out. He was a great insurance policy for Max and when he played, he played to his strengths and played really well and I think now he gets that opportunity to be the number one ruck for the Giants alongside a, another former mm. team in Jesse Hogan. So, Again, yeah, yeah, gonna miss his gonna miss his big rig and his uh and you know his <laughs> his hulking physique and and watching him yeah kick bananas from fifty on the boundary line for his first goal for the D's. But now nah, again, yeah. wishing him all the best and I think he'll do really well uh you yeah. know, around there. So I'm sure he would have learned a lot from from Max and and the ruck coach and Greg Greg Stafford Absolutely. as well too. So and then we look Absolutely. at the incomings and as you said we've got one mm. big incoming and that in big bustling ben brown from the north melbourne yeah. Football Club, who you know in the media that he's done so far from the days sort of talked a little bit about you know north melbourne going in a different direction and and sort of saying that they're not they had an offer for him at the start of at the start of this year and he rejected it and they pulled that offer and now mm. you know, found himself at the end being not a required footballer at the end of 2020, which, yeah. Interesting. Un- interesting. Look, hopefully for the Ds, he's, he might be that missing link and that kind of forward target that we, we have been missing for the last couple of years. And not to say that Sam Wiedemann and Tom McDonald and Bailey Fritch have not provided that at times, but it just hasn't been consistent. We're hoping that if he can keep his body right, he had a bit of an injury interrupted year this year, but if he can get his body right... Mm and take a best defender each week and kind of give us our forward a little bit more structure and allow Weeds and, and Fritz to sort of, you know, roam off the back of him, I think, uh, yeah, Definitely. Uh, fingers crossed it. I, I don't imagine it happening from round one. I think it's going to take some time to to work into the system. Find his uh, feet, yeah. Uh, I, I think, yeah, if he can get back to his best, if you look at his last three seasons, you know, he, he went from, he kicked over 180 goals in the last three seasons. I mean, he's... Yeah. A Coleman medalist. Uh, I know there's been a lot of comparisons about Jeremy Cameron. I'm not. I'm not quite about that because they. I think they're different players with different strengths, in that sense. But if you look at I suppose mm. purely by games played and goals kicked, they're they're somewhat similar in terms of the price that we paid for him. But you know what? I think at the end of the day, we we got a great pickup. Uh, didn't have to give much for him. No, I think it ended up almost being 
I think essentially a straight swap for Braden Proust for Ben Brown. If you look at the picks and which is and, you know, yeah, it's good, isn't it? A pretty pretty amazing uh, turnaround for that. So let's Definitely. hope that he can straighten us up up forward and and yeah, let's hopefully that he can kick a bag and and provide you know a good contest aerial contest for our small forwards to be yeah. around and and let the other blokes capitalise on those on those younger defenders and smaller defenders as well too. So. I'm excited for that. Like, I could just see it now. Gorney in the ruck, down to Petrarca, bursting through, fighting Big Ben Brown in the forward line. That's yeah. going to be great. The, the, great the key, setup. That's right. Well, the key is with him. I mean, he has to mark the ball at the highest point. I think when, when he jumps and mm. leaves at the ball, the ball's got to be kicked to him correctly. And I think that inside kick is still something that we're searching for. And I think that could have been a need that we addressed yes. in the period that we didn't. Uh, but, you know, we can't he's got to be out in space and, and sort of mark on top of his head at his highest jump because he's extremely difficult to mark. He's 200 centimetres. He'll be extremely difficult to stop mm. when he does that. Uh, so as long as he plays his role in that sense, I think he'll be really beneficial for the club. Yeah. And then if you look also, you know, past the players, we've got, as you said, you know, a, a whole bunch of draft picks in which the Ds have found themselves in a bit of a rhythm of of drafting or being willing to draft our future draft picks for the following year in order to improve their draft position now so we didn't have a draft we didn't have a first round draft pick this year and we've now Mm. we now have two at the end of the round um albeit but we have this year we have picks 18 19 28 15 89 so that's Mm. great they didn't have one they've managed to do some swaps with brisbane and adelaide and we've we found ourselves back in this draft my only concern is that I know for a f- I know for a fact it's it's very widely known um, mm. that this draft is a little bit compromised in the fact that there is a lot of next generation academy picks. There is a lot, couple of father son yes. picks that are going to take some of this top end talent. Not to mention the Western Bulldogs having pretty much their hands on the number <laughs> one, you know, the yeah. the foreseeable number one uh, pick in Jamara Eagle Hagen. Eagle, yeah, Eagle Hagen. Yeah, I'm getting that right. Which yeah. I think, you know, we've drafted really well the last few years and I'm hoping that Jason Taylor and the recruitment team have got some, they've got a plan. Like last year, we traded out to get that second first round pick and we got Cozzy Pickett uh, as well as Luke Jackson. So I'm hoping that they've got their eyes on somebody. But, you know, if you look at it, we've got eight out of the top 25 prospects are tied to academy picks. So yes. under the current mock drafts and everything that's going around at the moment, that's that's a third of the top of the top 25 players that have already linked to clubs. And like you saw today, that Morris Rioli Jr. is nominated yes. to go to Richmond under, under father-son. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just hope that there's still obviously enough talent in there. They, they must know. They must have a, a... A plan, I reckon, as you said. Yeah, absolutely. And and we've we traded away 2021's first-round pick, which I think everyone was kind of hyping up a little bit more because, yes. because it wasn't as heavily impacted like what this draft is. So we have no first-round pick next year. We have a future second, third, and fourth that don't belong to us, but they're, they're tied to other mm. clubs. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. So um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, very Something busy. to watch, isn't it? No, overall, I think in the last couple of years, our list management team have been pretty on the ball with with things. They've had plans and they've executed them, and so fingers crossed that uh, that everything goes to plan. Hands out, and yeah, that's it. 
Because, I mean, honestly, if we look at players that we might have missed, I, yeah. I, obviously we put a big offer out to Isaac Smith. Uh, missed yes. missed him. He would have been good on the wing, but I'm not too phased about that being, uh, yeah, on that older side of things. Um, he is, think, yeah. Where I think that Tom Tom Phillips might have been that kind of younger, you know, his, his age group might have suited our playing list a little bit more uh, mm. from Collingwood. And if we stay on Collingwood, mm. look, I honestly would have taken Stevenson or Chalor. <laughs> Any, yeah. you know, I would have taken either of those players considering what trade value they actually went for in the end. I mean, we know, know. the fallout of Collingwood was, was obviously public and pretty ugly. Very. But, mm. um, yeah, they obviously had some salary cap problems and, and needed to need to get rid of, free up some space. And, you know, Stevenson for pick... Uh, can't remember what it was in the end. Sixty something was it in the end? Something yeah, ridiculously it? high. Was Tom it? Phillips went for for pick sixty. Well, Stevenson, I, I think, might have been Phillips, a little actually. bit less than yeah. But I think Phillips was. Oh, sorry, Stevenson was definitely closer. He was right, Phillips, yeah. But but Trelaw, I was there. No, you guys swapped picks, and the only reason I think you swapped traded picks fourteen is that you got enough picks to accumulate the required amount of points to take your uh, your academy selection. So I know that would have been one of the prerequisites to get that deal done um, was the dogs needed that amount of draft points to be able to select their, uh, their gener- next generation Academy player. So yeah, as I said, a bit of a steal for, um, for you guys, but not only you guys, but everyone, I don't know how, many, how much, how much of their salary is being paid by the pies, but yeah, pretty, pretty ugly. And, and yeah, it's, it's unfortunate yeah. to see. And then you see a lot of their fans are up in arms and, but I honestly think that any of those players they would, are. Have, would have... Yeah, would have, very much have, so. Very vocal. You know, any of those players I think we would have taken and I think they're all talented and I think you always go for talent. Yes, you, you do have to look at fit sometimes, but at the same time, you know, you do got to look at players that are talented as well. If they've, too. Yeah, if they've proved themselves and add some, you know, something to your side and an exciting player and, and maybe are a missing link, then why not? Yeah. So... For the wing, we didn't find that player in the trade period, and I think they've so decided to back themselves in with somebody on their roster. So that could be yeah. uh, Christian Salem, it could be Tom McDonald. Now that he's staying, it could be Oscar Baker, uh, somebody mm. else along those lines. So hopefully they can trial a few of these. I think Tomlinson is going to find himself probably in the back line. I think he's sort of showing that uh, his sort of time on the wing this year didn't really work out. So, I mean, I'd, I personally would love to see probably Salem on the wing because he's a great user of the ball. Oscar Baker's mm. pretty quick um, and he deserves some more games. So that'd be interesting. And then obviously the McDonald brothers stayed. No, no trade. Yeah. Either. Um, Oscar McDonald got delisted and Tom McDonald who is staying. Uh, and hopefully, you know, I think might be able to reinvent himself either as a wing or go, go back down back potentially. I don't think he plays mm. up forward unless he has to due to injury. But how how old to me are the are the McDonald brothers? Tom McDonald is twenty eight years old. So he's yep. sort of in his prime. Uh, and Oscar McDonald is twenty four. So look honestly yeah with Oscar McDonald I feel I feel a bit many... sad for him. I, I think he, he copped a lot of shit over the last uh, over a lot of years uh, for the demons mm. and I think some of it very unjust. You know, he was he was a whipping boy for fans, and mm. yeah, I'm, like I don't deny that there was certainly times that 
every time he kicked the ball, I probably had my heart in my mouth as well too. But yeah. he showed he showed some real promise, I think, this year and last year in, in his footy. And, and I really hope that, that he gets another go. I think he's certainly good enough to get another go somewhere else. He's, he's certainly filled out and he's become a lot stronger and he's still a good height. So I think clubs that uh, – sorry, a spare spot on their list – uh, would would be you know it'd be a low risk high reward sort of pickup yeah to have him on there so yeah shame to, shame to see him go but it was, it was kind of foreseen in that sense and it doesn't sound like that he had any trade value or had any suitors as well so fingers crossed that he gets no. back in so look honestly overall I think I give us a B and it's probably borderline between a B and a B plus I think mm-hmm. the positives are that we got the forward assistance that we hopefully need and hopefully that's that key to unlock the forward line and being able to allow those other forwards to really play off Ben Brown and, and allow mm-hmm. Wiedemann and Fritz to, to be able to, yeah, capitalise on, on being on some, you know, secondary and, and third defenders. And then our small forwards in Cozzi and Spargo down the front there to, to do the crumbs and, and, and really capitalise on those ground balls as well. And Definitely. we also managed to find ourselves back in the 2020 draft, which, okay, it's a, it's a shrewd yeah. accomplishment fingers crossed that they know what they're doing in that sense. So there were my two positives. The two questions I have is, were we aggressive enough? I think, uh, I think you know, when we had that chat with Lee and Shelley, I think he sort of mentioned that the D's had to be bold in terms of finding that kind of that really next superstar talent. And I'm not saying that that was mm. out there at the moment, but I still think that at some stage it might be letting go one of those prolific midfielders that we have in terms of Brayshaw and Ola, yes. potentially. I know it might not be a popular situation, but I think, you know, if the right play came up and, and that was somebody that w- was willing to find uh, a new home in that sense or had a bit of trade value in that, you know, yeah. in that regard, I think that, you know, we've got to, you kind of got to make a tough decision. But it, at, in the overall picture, if it's going to improve us overall and, and we're going to get the next something that's going to propel us forward, I think you've got to do it. So I don't know if we were aggressive enough. I think they obviously believe in our list enough. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I still think that we're probably sitting somewhere between sixth and eighth, uh, honestly, uh, at our best. Mm. Um, and I still think that we missed some some targets this trade period that could have helped us. But So look, I, overall, really happy. Probably, I'd, I'd probably upgrade that to a B plus in terms of we didn't lose too much and our list management have proven over the last couple of years to be pretty intelligent and know what they're doing. Yeah, what about you? Any any sort of quick thoughts on on, on how the D's are yeah. looking as an outsider? But yeah, no, I, I agree. I completely agree with everything you've said, and I'm around the B B mark as well. I think being very active and and as you said, yeah, making their way back into the draft was really positive, and obviously, you know, not not seeing the little gap with the the winger situation is probably the only you know one of the main things that that stands out to me. But as you said moving Salem or someone in to fill that role might yeah. be the plan. They that's right. Plan. Well, that's right. Now we've got, you know, Tom McDonald maybe to moves back. Then, you know, yeah. and we've got, we've got Rivers, our, our, our boy Riv sort of coming oh, up half Riff. back. I mean, he, love him. you know, he, he really might kind of take over Salem's role and then that, that might free yeah. up Salem to move up to the wing and, and be that, be that sort of, you know, inside 50 penetrating kick to change to the structure with Ben Brown. It couldn't, put it, everything might change now a little bit. Right. Yeah. Put it on, put it on big Ben's head. And allow him to kick yep, that's 50 it. goals. Big chilly mop. <laughs> so, that's it. Yeah, so that's 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 the D's trade period. So busy, yeah. but fingers crossed that uh, they have their plan set for 2021. And yeah, we can hit the ground running from, from round one. Which and is we can awesome. actually attend and cheer them on, hey? Oh, I can't bloody wait. That would be a plan. Oh, uh, oh yeah. I, I, it's my yeah. traditions. Our traditions have been lost this year to me, hasn't it? 
It certainly the, has. The I've weekend got my, traditions. I've got my got my Ergo Baby backpack thing all ready to go, so I can take <laughs> take, my, oh. take my little man or, yep. or, or woman, depending, little, little, lady. little boy or little boy or girl, regardless. Yeah, uh, take him into the Percy Beams Bar and the MCC, and, and that's have the a, way. Have a quite schooner or two, or something yes. and, and yeah, get back and a, to and a bottle of milk and a, and a bottle of milk. That's and right, a bottle. So. Don't forget that one. No, well, you have to show me one of these backpacks, and I'll think yeah. I'll have to whip out my MCC membership and join you some weeks. Absolutely. People aren't commenting on what they see, um, but internally, it's Fagazi. Can you do with your best uh, Matthew McConaughey impression? Can you walk <laughs> No, I can't, but it's, uh, it's goes something like Fagazi, it's woozy, it's wazi. <laughs> <laughs> so, Timmy, next up is one of our fave segments, Fagazi, we like to call it. And we asked our fans, what grade would you give the Ds for their trade period, or what are your thoughts? And fans have had their say. So... First up, we've got Tiana Joy Bowden, who's given the D's an A. And her hopes are that Bren Brown is going to help with Wiedemann and Jackson's development. Yeah, I, I, think? Think, that's, I think that's a valid, valid point. I think we sort of touched on it before, mm. but I know Jackson's probably going to rotate through, you know, backing up Gorney and giving him a bit of a chop out, maybe being, you know, whether he rucks in the forward half only or, or you know, takes some of those centre bounces as well too. But absolutely, I think mm. a key name forward is always going to draw attention away from our other forwards and Wiedemann had a really strong year this year and I think it's only going to yeah I think it's only going to benefit him and, and Jackson as well too so I think I think Jackson you sort of have to make sure that you, you know you limit your expectations he's, he's a very young player he, he you know signed a, a two-year extension today which is exciting but at the same time mm. you have to have to be realistic with your expectations so no doubt um, it's going to help Brown for sure. So Gary Little has said, excellent results in the draft and Brown should straighten us up. T-Mac gets fitter and regains his pace and he'll have a very good year. Play Harms where he plays best on the ball and alternate Petrarca, Harms and Oliver forward. Another year under May and Lever's belts. Fritch kicks straight. Salem continues his form. Brayshaw regains, regains form. Wiedemann less pressure. I have a real feeling for top four next year. It's from Gary Little. Maybe Gary should go into a little bit more detail when he leaves a comment, do you think? <laughs> I think <laughs> he's given the whole bloody listener. Oh, but no, nah, good on him. There's a lot of unpack there. But no, nah, look, some good points. Yeah. Um, T-Mac, hopefully, I think, going to drop a couple of kilos where he can find himself on the wing. <laughs> Harms had a had an off year but was played out of position off the back line. And I think, yeah, absolutely needs to get back to his best in the middle. I know that we that's not an area that we're in need of, but we've got to play players to their strengths. Uh, yeah. yeah, we've talked about the defense a lot. Another year for that group to sort of mold together will, mm. yeah, will, will always be good for them. And yeah, I'm look, Gary, uh, optimistic about top four next year. Um, good on you. I love your optimism. I'm not sure I quite share it with you, but there's no harm in thinking like that. Mm, top eight would be nice, though. Hey, <laughs> definitely, we'll go with that. So, Timmy, Dean Harris thinks my only problem with our trade this year is that next year's a very shallow draft and it's meant to be a super draft and we don't have a first round selection. More than happy to get Brown though. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely definitely a bit of a concern. But as I said, hopefully that they they have a plan up their sleeve in terms of finding a need for us in this year's draft. They've obviously mm. got somebody in mind, I think, unless they're aiming to move up again with picks 18 and 19. Yeah, shared the same concerns as me, but otherwise, mm. uh, yeah, very valid points. 
And yeah, I think Mrs. Clark also wants you to put some punctuation, some grammar into your hard <laughs> to take off your yeah. teacher's hat. It's bloody yeah, what, it six thirty. So I think it's time to start. I need some commas, guys. Come yeah. on, I need some commas. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle Tapper should have got rid of T Mac and OMAC. I don't, yeah, well, look, I don't think it's from a lack of trying, to be honest. I don't think there was just the interest yeah. of the T-Max on a pretty hefty contract and Oscar McDonald obviously didn't have many suitors. So, yeah, Oscar's not on our list anymore. Uh, and, yeah, we hold on to Tom McDonald and hopefully he can turn himself around and find himself a role in the club. Mm. So I'm sure he'll be motivated to do that. I like this one, this next one to me. Rob Davis has written in, and I think, I think a few people are enjoying this at the moment. <laughs> Rob has said, certainly did better than Collingwood with a couple of laughing emojis just to yeah. finish it off there. <laughs> oh, look, yeah, to state the obvious. But as I said, oh, look, I, I honestly think that the media's had a field day with that, knowing that, oh, yeah. you know, Collingwood didn't do really any media in the trade period at all. And I think mm. they've, they've got to plan up their sleeves. I think they've either got some inside word for somebody joining them in 20, at the end they of 2021 must. in free agency. Or yeah. they've just realized that they're going to come to a squeeze at the end and it's just a salary dump. I just, it looks tight. bad. Mm. And I think the transparency between them and the fans and probably, and sounds like the players as well, sounds like yeah. that could have been done, dealt with better. I, I get that. Yep. But at the same time, uh, yeah. It's, I think that there's a little bit more, it might've been blown out of proportion a little bit. So I think I only watch the space on them. Mm. I don't think, I don't think this destroys them, but it, it, as you talked about before, I think when we talked to Wowie the other week about how he had so many parallels to yeah. what the law was sort of going through at the moment and, and kind of same with Stevenson as well. It's pretty uncanny to think that the same club almost 20 years later has, well, sorry, not the same yeah. club. Obviously that was the D's in, in that sense. But 20 years but later, there's the a similar situation of, yeah, going it's on. business, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So, yeah, interesting. It is. So, Timmy, next up we've got uh, Stuart Crossley. I think Smith would have been the icing on the cake. Hopefully get some good kids with 18 and 19. Pick 18 and 19. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, Smith would have been handy. But, again, I think his age is a little bit concerning. Only probably got one yeah. or two more years left in him, and I don't think that's in our window and... Yeah, see what happens with 18 and 19. I can honestly see uh, Josh Marnie probably packaging those two up and potentially sending them to someone else in between now and the draft. So see what happens. Yeah. I've got one last one, and I, I like this one to me. And I apologise if I, if I pronounce your name wrong, Roman, but Roman Garzik has given an 8.5 out of 10. And Roman has said, we picked our target and did not get hyped into other issues. We got what we wanted, did not overcommit, worked within our means and especially made sure the pieces fitted into the overall balance of the team. Yeah, no, I think Roman, you know, he pretty much summed that up pretty well in terms of they had a mission, they've gone out and achieved it and, you know, swapped around some picks and put themselves in a good position for this year's draft and, yeah, backing themselves in for 2021. And I'm sure that I honestly don't think it's the end of our trade period. I think whether it's this year or to get ourselves back into next year's draft, I think they're always sort of got some, Pretty crafty uh, plans up their sleeves. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, uh, that's pretty much calls it for well for the for the episode and and for the season. So that's it. I think yeah. it's been a journey this year, Steffi. It's been a new <laughs> journey it? for both you and me in terms of starting this podcast halfway through a season and sort of just seeing. Yeah. But I think it would be an understatement to say that we're you know overwhelmed with all the support and the amount of 
mm. you know, the amount of fan interaction that we've been able to have. And we, we can't thank our supporters and listeners enough for all their support this year. And we couldn't have done it without them. And, and we were obviously so grateful to have a couple of massive special guests in Andrew Lee and Shelley and Shane Woden, who, you know, are continuing to show their support uh, for our podcast. And it's been an amazing opportunity to sort of talk to a couple of demon greats from, from my past and, and hopefully, and yeah, we'll have some more special guests lined up for next year, but yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been, it's been fun. It's, it's been, been fun, hasn't it? It's been great to talk about the days and I, and it don't has. More, I, don't, I don't really have anyone else in, in my vicinity <laughs> that will listen to me ramble. Penny's had enough of me talking about footy and um, <laughs> even now that footy's done, it's, uh, you know, still, still sort of talking about it, but no, it's been, it's been awesome. And, and of course yourself, I can't be great for, more grateful for you to sort of jump on board, even, you know, putting on the honorary badge of a Demon supporter, but I know that yes. you're, you're a football oh, supporter at the heart of it, as much as that yep. you're, you, you bleed red, white and blue, you're, you're a football supporter <laughs> at the heart. And, and it's, I love been, the D's. it's been awesome to have you on board to, to I've loved it, with Jimmy. thank you so much. Because yeah. funnily enough, it's not as fun talking on your own as it is when you're no, talking with someone No, it's not. You need a mate. No, nah, it's Definitely. been awesome. So oh, thank you. And, and looking forward to, yeah, looking forward to continue on for next year. Yeah, absolutely. But do this you is the long rem- wait now. I don't oh. love this part, Timmy. Oh, no. I don't love I this. Grand That's final sign goes. I'm like, oh, yeah. we've got to get around tennis and stuff like that now, don't we? A few Even though, then- yeah, but it's not, you know what? It's not as long as it would normally be. No, it isn't. It isn't. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good positive. I like that. Yeah, both of our lives would will oh. be a little bit different when we come around next year. I mean, I I'll, know. I'll have, yeah, I'll have a physical one. You'll be well on your way. Uh, yeah, I'll, when I'll be nearly, nearly there. Actually, June, pre-season when June pre-season's May? starting, yeah. June, May, is that I am right? June, May. Yeah. Yeah, very um, early May. So, so where, what round is that? Be, um, Surely you're thinking round. I reckon what that would be, that? <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to lock it in. That probably what we start, I reckon that's be round, round four, round five. Yeah, yeah, nice one. Would you say? Yeah. It's I, funny, mum rang the other day and sort of was chatting to me about my footy membership for next year and I was like, well, mom, you're a great babysitter. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, you a cu- cu- couple of hours and um, yeah, I'll still head to the footy. Yeah. <laughs> Might have yeah. to get my Ergo backpack with you and um, Absolutely. take take bubs along early, yeah. some head, some earmuffs on or something, hey? I think we got them on sale from Baby Bunting, so keep an eye out for that. Done. That, that, joint's, uh, that joint's wild. It's uh, very overwhelming. Uh, <laughs> it but, is. And you can spend forever <laughs> in there and a lot of money, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for all your baby oh, needs. Oh, good, good times ahead. Yes, for your <laughs> baby needs. I'm expecting some sponsorship for that. <laughs> So, Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. But please, to everyone out there listening, thanks so much. Jump on to Spotify, Google, Apple, and to all your favorite podcast providers to listen to Attention to Detail. And Timmy, let us know where can our fans contact and so, yeah, with us on socials. We're out and about on social media. So on Facebook, we are Attention to Detail podcast with the page and also the community page, which is relatively new. Yeah. But it's been great to have some sort of fan uh, feedback and some banter on there with the posts. So if you're asked to join that, uh, it'd be great if you could leave some feedback or some reviews. We've had some really positive stuff from from fans, which has been amazing. And then also on Instagram mm. at Attention to Detail Pod and Twitter, which I'm starting to get my head around now, uh, <laughs> is at Attention, but A double T N to Detail. And yeah, um, that's that's pretty much it. And we'll uh, hopefully see you all in 2021 for a, hopefully a more normal season. Hey, to me. Yeah, yeah, fingers crossed. More so, normal. That's right. <laughs> so don't forget to, uh, we've still got those, the past episodes on here. I'm sure you're not wanting yeah. to listen to any of the match reports, but definitely check out the <laughs> interviews with Lane Shelley and Woi Woden. Uh, definitely. Yeah, still, still fantastic interviews and, 
and definitely worth a listen uh, and let us know what you think. But again, thank you all. Make sure you have a safe and happy break. Stay safe um, into this transition period now that we're back, getting back to normal and we can't wait to be back into the members (laughs) next year. So see you all in 2021. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Steffi. Take care, everyone. Bye, Timmy. Thanks.